home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Hour number two of the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI with Fitzy on this Wednesday night. You can join the program at 617-779-7937. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. You can also text into the program. One of the follow-ups to our Mac Jones has seen Star Wars. No further information uh, from the 978. If you haven't seen Star Wars, you are a serial killer. What do you think of that? Thank you. It's possible. They've been out for a long time. They are uh, in the zeitgeist. So maybe if you haven't, you like that word? Zeitgeist? Zeitgeist, one of my all-time oh, favorites. Top good. five Z word. Yep. Got to be up there with zoo and zebra, I would assume. Uh, also, when we're talking Zest. about... <laughs> Zest. and zap. So yeah, the... Uh, totally. Uh, zappy, maybe. So no, some zappy. we're also talking about Victor Wimbayama doesn't really have like a catchy nickname and... Apparently, they're trying to call him the extraterrestrial, so like E.T., and somebody texted in, E.T. can also stand for extra testicle. Great. So do you think that might be what it is? No, it's not. All it's right. because he has super long fingers, and he seems like he's from another planet. <laughs> that must be what it is. All right, it's also time for Would You Rather Wednesday, where we ask questions similar to that, and we, uh, we answer them. Let's start with this. The Bruins, who are 6-0-0. They are off to a hot start once again. Last night, I have already dubbed Jim Montgomery the greatest NHL regular season coach of all time. The guy doesn't lose in the regular season. Normally, this is a crazy question, but based on the history of the Bruins, Mm -hmm. would you rather the Bruins just run through the regular season and be an obvious, easy playoff team again or actually have to grind it out and fight for a playoff spot? Oh, we all know from everyone who still bears the scars of Super Bowl 42 all the way down to a minute left. How did it sneak by Sway Dog? You have to grind it out. You're going to want to need to be battle tested, taste a little adversity, touch the depths of that hockey ocean. No way do I want to see them coast again, even with the white hot start. And holy poitras, this kid can't stop scoring. No, 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 no. No, they, they no, I know need, this team. They gotta, they gotta grind it out. I need these guys to struggle at some point this year. Imagine if they were the number one seed again going into the playoffs, oh, like another Presidents Cup trophy. And you're like, think oh, of all no, the no, Bruins no. fans you know, all the the Causeway Warriors, the you know the the Mike from Woburns and everyone else that just like live and die with every single move from this team. Like, what would they sleep from mid April on? No, it'd just be a tough. Oh man, it'd be tough in the playoffs, and that's. Yeah, we did this a lot with the Patriots. We were talking about the uh, all right. The season starts with the playoffs. Like that's just how good they were for a while. And it was like, all right, you know they're going to the conference championship game. So it's a matter of is this the year they win the Super Bowl? Is this the year that they don't win the Super Bowl? But with the right. Bruins, it's different. The Bruins, it's just they can play any way they want in the regular season. But you're now just so nervous that they're gonna just let you down in the in the playoffs. So only six games into an 82 game season, but. Yeah, I mean they look great. <laughs> you know, they, got, they, they look great. They look great all last year too. Yeah, they so. do. Hey, uh, well, let me ask you if I can yes and real quick a follow uh-huh. up, Your Honor. Yep. yep, yep. Would you uh, full well knowing that the Celtics look like they have the kind of team that can coast? Would you rather they go sixty nine and thirteen, or would you rather they struggle a little bit but be at full health come playoff times? Well, I, health outweighs everything. So with the Celtics, you definitely want them to be healthy. But I also wouldn't mind if they 
had a really dominant regular season and had that potential game seven against Milwaukee at home. I know this is a team that can win on the road, so it's not like the it's not the be all end all. But if they have the game seven at home, I'll I'll take that. So, uh, but if it's an either or with the health, I mean that's that's a no brainer. Rich, uh, I'm going to also need you, to, after you go through a couple more of these, I'm going to need you to check out your socials because during the commercial break, yeah, yeah. I teased the audience with a would-you-rather-Wednesday visual aid on at Fitzy GFY, and we're already getting some hot responses. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I will I will check that out to be sure. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. With the trade deadline in the NFL less than a week away. Oh, my God. That's right. It's Halloween night. On Halloween night. Are you going to be... Uh, are you going to be live? Oh, yeah, you and Hart will be live straight through. You know what? Hart's going to see a play that night. Hold on. Time out. Yeah. Andy Hart. Right. The the cultural Philistine of mm-hmm. WEI in Odyssey, Boston. Yeah, he's going to see a play. Is not even staying home to hand out candy. Nope. He's going to see a play? Right. So he's not even in on Tuesday night, trade deadline so they're, day. They're running a Christmas carol that early for old Scrooge <laughs> McHart? Uh, he's actually going to see Book of Mormon, which is one of the few that I have seen, and it's oh, hilarious. It's one of the funniest shows of all time. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's one of the great, one of the greatest musicals, one of the funniest pieces of stage. Oh, good for him. So he's going to see that, I think, with his wife on that Tuesday night. But Cadillac will be in. So Cadillac can talk about Juju Smith-Schuster and, uh, Matt, and Star Wars. <laughs> But maybe, yeah, maybe he'll trick or treat early. He'll get, he'll get like those, that first run through, and then he'll be home in time to do He's the gonna, show. Are you guys going to do a tier Tuesday? <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Or I was going to compare. I was either going to do candy or just compare uh, NFL teams to horror villains. Think that. Ooh, ooh yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Nice. Stiz, are you in on Halloween night? I am. All right, good because you're going to have to help us out with Come that. On. All right, I'm very all good. In. All right, with all of that said, would you rather trade Kyle Duggar for a fourth-round pick or sign him to a, for lack of a better term, lucrative contract extension? Uh, I'm going to need him to I'm going to need him to come to me a little bit on that contract extension. Like I'm not giving him Jesse Bates money. I'm not giving him no. four for 64, especially the way that Jabril Peppers has played towards the ends of last season. And right. now that he's become an unofficial team leader, no offense to certain participants in the afternoon show. But there is somebody who has proved through his game play, energy, effort and attitude, as Mr. Hart likes to say. Yeah, that he deserves to be a captain on the leadership. So. If Kyle Duggar wants to stick around and not chase top coin, then I would love to re- I would love to extend Kyle Duggar because he's a good football player. He's a good safety. He's not a top five safety. But if he's looking for top of market, right? Adios. Uh, yeah, he can't do it. And I know it's you know whatever guys are uh, free agents, they reset the market, and it doesn't mean that they're the best safety. But all of a sudden, they're paid at the top of the position. But he should not be a top five paid safety. Is he and- Derwin James to you? Is he, he's not. Uh, no, he, he's not. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick? No. No, 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 no. And, like, the idea has kind of been there, and this was a year. And think about the this last Sunday where just about everybody played well. Everybody, Almost everybody had their best game against the Bills, and Duggar was not good. He was bad against the Bills, and then he's been kind of just there for much of the season. He hasn't really – he hasn't stood out at all. And in, in a year where Judon and Gonzalez go down, like you need a couple of defensive players to step up. And to your point, it's been Peppers. It has not been Kyle Duggar. So I'd be, still, I'd be okay trading him. I'm with you. And I'm still marveling over the idea. I know we talked about it briefly on Monday. I am still marveling over the idea that they were able to generate their best pass rush of the season without their top three pass rushers. That like Their commitment yeah. to just get after it, like yep. jailbreak-style defense is just – it's so much more fun to watch. I agree. 
All right, would you rather, as the Craig Breslow era is now upon us, we'll have more on that later in the program, but if you missed it, a new chief baseball officer is in town, and he goes by name Craig Breslow. You might remember him from such teams as, what, the 06 team and I think the 13 team he came back for? You may remember some of his Joe Sambito-esque 79-mile-an-hour sliders. Yep, he's smart. Everybody says he's smart, though, so there is that. And he was the only person in the world who wanted the job, but... With that said, again, would you rather Craig Breslow sign one or sign or trade for, acquire, let's say, acquire uh-huh. one stud pitcher and one stud bat or two stud pitchers? Oh, I'll, give me one and one. Yeah. 100%. I want, if you give me the option of like a, I would go Yamamoto Soto over. Oh my God! Imagine Shohei or Shohei and someone. Yeah, they got Yamamoto Soto. Oh, right that, now, let's make it like right now, buddy. Buddy comedy immediately. Yamamoto Soto. Yep, I put the two of those guys together. Oh, Nesson can run with that show. No prod. Watch the hell out of Yamamoto Soto. Stiz, get that trending. Hurry up. We, <laughs> uh, I'm I with would, you because thousand percent. I think the other part of it too is the lineup. They scored a lot of runs last year, but. Justin Turner could be gone. Adam Duvall could be gone. They're probably going to trade away Verdugo. So some of the main bats they had in the lineup won't be back. So you got to replace those guys with somebody and then try to figure out the pitching somewhere else, you know? Well, okay, let me introduce a quick wrinkle to that. Would you rather have two stud pitchers, uh, a like a starter and a starter and a a starter and a, a, a bat, or maybe how about a bat and two killer relievers? Because I know last year they picked up Kenley... Kenley Jansen and Chris Martin. And look at what those guys were nasty. Yeah, they were were nails, especially Martin for like almost every appearance. So I think if you you see what the Diamondbacks did with their bullpen the last two games, hold that Ginkle guy last night was money. Yeah. So I think their bullpen could be good with the guys they have on the roster, because if you add a starter or two, you could tell Tanner Houck and Garrett Whitlock, like, this is what you do now. This is where you are. You two. Josh Winkowski, John Schreiber, Chris Martin, Kenley Jansen. Like, that's plenty oh, of guys. Oh, that bullpen is that's good. fresh. Yeah, so then you need a it's couple a of starters. Pen. All right, would you rather, with Halloween upon us, spend the night alone in a haunted house or in a cabin in the woods? So the haunted house, for the sake of this, is on a street. You can see other houses from where you are, but you know for a fact it's haunted. Or the cabin in the woods where you can't see a soul else. You're just deep in the woods in a cabin. Yeah. No, I got to do the cabin in the woods. I can't do. I can't. I, I just can't do demons and spirits and yep. floors opening up and things telling me they're going to swallow my soul. Yep. Ghoul. No. Like the cabin in the woods. Yep. There may be like I have a better chance like dodging Oof. an axe or a chainsaw than I do something banishing me to like an event horizon and a doomed eternity. That's probably true. Or, like, I just don't feel like, you know, I don't know about you, Rich. I yeah. just don't feel like getting possessed. No, thanks. Yeah, rarely ends well. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah, not doing that. All right, Fitzy, would you rather, uh, actually, for the, for this question, what's your favorite candy bar? Oof. Um, uh, it's either a Payday or an Almond Joy. All right, let's go with this. Would you rather have five fun-size Paydays or one giant-size Payday? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I don't eat full size candy bars. I'm gonna go. Is that right? No, no, the only time I ever attack a full size is usually when I'll get like something big to split with the kids or my wife if we go to the Interesting. movies. Interesting. 
I never do. I always end that's, up feeling guilty halfway through. But that's why that Joe. That's why the caller Joe said you're just a little bit of a guy. He said he saw you on TV. He's like, oh my god, look how little he is. He's eating. He's eating fun sized candy bars. You're a slight little guy. You're a little <laughs> nugget. Yeah, uh, I would go with the fun. You know what's fun? Because yeah. what's more fun, Rich, than just like picking that one candy bar? Like you're at the movies, soda pop of choice, or maybe it's like an adult beverage in a cinepub. Yeah, get a nice large hot buttered popcorn. And then, like, what if I told you? Yeah. With that, you could every now, and, every couple minutes, sure, you could work in like a Heath bar, and then maybe a Snickers, and ooh, now I feel like something sour, so you could have some Sour Patch Kids. That's true. There's more a, variety. Stole a yeah. bunch of CC's candies, and you brought those. <laughs> yeah, but there's What's also that? a difference when you dump out your pillowcase or your bucket at the end of the night, and there might be like a million Three Musketeer Snickers fun size, but then when you get one full size, you're like, that's the piece. Even though there's like oh. way more candy to be had with the fun size but and when it's a chunky you're like this candy yeah. sucks <laughs> and then lastly Fitzy, would you rather be a diamondbacks fan or a rangers fan oh jeez uh, I, I, I gotta be either i mean who would you who are you rooting for in this particular i basically it comes down to who are you rooting for i think so i think i'm rooting I, for the rangers talk about having zero dog in the fight it's yeah. uh snakes rangers i think for a overall baseball philosophy I am rooting for the Rangers because mm-hmm. I want teams that spend money on their team to get rewarded yeah. and not a team that just like barely gets into the playoffs has like a low payroll and like no, nobody that casual fans have even heard of. So even though I don't like either team, I don't dislike either team. I guess I'd rather be a Rangers fan. Yeah. I mean, uh, and also like Adolis Garcia talk about like a Bert, uh, a buddy yeah, yeah. superstar. You yeah. can embrace root for old Nivaldi. Um, yeah. Yeah, and when you get a chance during the commercial break, if anyone else wants to weigh in, um, I tagged the Rich Keep Show at Fitzy GFY. If you're going to watch the World Series, if you were to go to a game, would you rather get the signature food of Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas, which is the two-foot chili cheese and jalapeno-covered hot dog known as the Boomstick? <laughs> I was looking at it now. Yep, at Fitzy GFY. So you got to choke it down yourself. Would you rather choke down a Boomstick? Yeah. Or would you rather have... The signature food item at uh, Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, the churro dog, which is a large eclair split like a hot dog bun. A churro doubles as the hot dog. Three scoops of vanilla ice cream, uh, caramel and hot fudge sauce and whipped cream. I'm going with that. I'm going with the D-backs churro dog. Yeah, give me the sweets. Yeah, look at that thing. All you guys, no one wants a boomstick? I mean, I'd have a boomstick. It wouldn't be bad, but if I'm choosing between the two, if it's a boomstick or like you know a thing of onion rings, I'm having the boomstick. But that churro dog looks amazing. It does, but just think halfway through, just think about the the diabetic nap you'd be. Your oh, I pancreas need, would be like, Stop, yeah. I need to get it, please. you know, get it to go, and then have a nice snooze after. But yeah, that yeah. is. You could you could good. lady you could get one of those boomsticks and lady in the trampet with a buddy. Yeah, I don't mind that. Or you could lady and tramp either one of these items. Kind of the beauty of it. You might be waiting a while with the hot dog, but that's fine. All right. Join the program, 617-779-7937. Check out uh, at Fitzy GFY or at Rich Keefe Show on Twitter, and you can weigh in on that as well. A bonus, would you rather, with photos. Uh, how about the curious case of the Patriots' backup quarterbacks? We'll get Fitzy's take on the whole Malik Cunningham thing, who turns out looks like he's just going to be back like nothing ever changed. But what does all of that mean for the Patriots uh, as we continue here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, WEEI. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. 
Trending now brought to you by Jackson Lumber. Celtics regular season began tonight in New York. Celtics taking on the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Tip-off was just about 10 minutes ago at 7 p.m. The Celtics played the Knicks twice during the preseason. They won once. The Knicks won once. No injuries from the Celtics. All players available tonight, ready to ball. Scalabrini was on with WEI's own Jones and Mego earlier today, and he agrees it's banner or bust. I'm in the 80% that it's championship or bust. Minus, like, uh, crazy injury, right? Like, let's just take that out of the equation. Late rounds, like Eastern Conference finals or finals. You, know, you never know, like, the whole Tatum thing with the ankle. We never know how Game 7 unfolds, even though it didn't look pretty for us. But, I mean, look what they did. They... Went out and got the guy in Drew Holiday. Like, he's the perfect fit for this team, exactly what they need. Yeah, I just feel like where they're at in their team, it has to be, you have to be thinking, we got to win it all this year. Right now, with about 10 minutes left in the first quarter, Celtics are up for nothing. The Bruins beat the Blackhawks 3-0 last night on the road in Chicago. Bruins now 6-0 to start the season, tying a record set in the 1937-38 season. They're back on the ice tomorrow night when they'll host the Ducks at the TD Garden. Puck drop at 7 p.m. Patriots in Miami this Sunday for Week 8 against the Dolphins. Malik Cunningham and Trey Flowers both released by the team yesterday. Outsider linebacker Josh Uche was back on the practice field after missing all of last week with knee and foot injuries. After adding an additional practice in each of the previous two weeks, Patriots went light today. Non-padded practice to kick things off getting ready for the Dolphins. Patriots scheduled to practice again Thursday and Friday before they head out to Miami. The Patriots have not won a game in Miami since 2019. The Red Sox have signed former reliever Craig Breslow as GM. After concluding his playing career in 2018, Breslow signed on with the Cubs as their director of strategic initiatives for baseball operations. The following year, the Cubs bumped him to AGM in Jed Hoyer's front office, a title he's held for the last three years. And the Diamondbacks facing the Rangers in the World Series after... The Diamondbacks beat the Phillies last night 4-2 in Philadelphia. Game one of the World Series goes down Friday night in Texas. First pitch, 8-0-3. Contractors, builders, and homeowners visit Jackson Lumber and Millwork for all your residential remodeling or commercial building materials and supplies. Jackson Lumber and Millwork providing solutions and delivering results since 1946. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Risk Keefe Show coming up. You can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI with Fitzy, taking up until 10 o'clock. You can join the program, 617-779-7937, as we turn our attention to the Patriots. And Fitzy, to help us get started, let's go to Fred in the car. He's up next. What's going on, Fred? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, Fitzy, I love how you brought up Event Horizon. I was a grown man when I watched that movie. I will never watch that movie again. Oh, no. I I watched it once in the theater. I saw it on a lark and a whim. And I got to tell you, honestly, I will never watch it again. It is maybe the scariest movie I've ever seen, if not one of the most underrated horror films. I I, honest to God, I preach that to anybody who will listen. I'm like, if you want want to pee your pants, watch that movie. Anyway, um, I want to get back to deadline goes i actually asked the afternoon show about this who is absolutely untradeable at the trade deadline this week and i've got one and a half players and i want to get your guys thoughts because the afternoon show had 
a couple different players, so I want to get your thoughts. All right, who do you, who do you have, and then we'll answer. Okay, Christian Gonzalez is absolutely yeah, untradeable. Of course, right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And my half player, I think it's Pop Douglas. Mm. So I'm going to go with just Christian Gonzalez. Now he's hurt. And you just drafted him in the first round. Like, it's not realistic anyway. But just to be clear, like, when you say, oh, they have nobody who's untouchable. Like, no, they have one guy. He just happens to be out for the season. But it looked like an absolute home run of a rookie first-round pick corner. He's the only one for me. Now, doesn't mean you trade Pop Douglas for a bag of balls. Like, you're not doing that. But I'm just saying, if a team calls about any player, you're not, like, insulted by the ask. In fact, you're like, all right, what can I, what can I get for this guy? I think you're kind of sleeping on Pharaoh Brown here. <laughs> the guys make plays. Tra- he makes big plays. No, that's true. It's the highest rated tight end according to Pro Football Focus. All right, so we now. have two. So now we're up to two. Yeah, I I don't think there's anybody else on this team that I would consider untradeable at this point. No, there really isn't. You know, as good nope. of a player as Judon is, he's also hurt. And you, know, you look at his age and you wonder, all right, by the time this team is good, where is he going to be at in his career and all of that? So if you could get something for him, then you would have to do it. Haven't seen enough of Mapu to know Keon right. White got dinged up. So I, I don't think anyone's calling for him. No, uh, no. Okay. I wonder if, so we talked earlier about Duggars, about Duggar rather, yep, and yep. the fact that he could have a market because he's unsigned. Peppers is on such a team-friendly deal, and he is playing like an all-world safety right now. That's true. Is someone going to try to fly in and say, he's the piece missing to our Super Bowl run, and here's a third? Yeah, then he probably say, I would say, yeah. I, I teeter on saying no, man. I think i got to hold on to him. I just I think need someone yeah. to keep that locker room together, Rich. No, it's true. I mean, but to me, they're 2-5, and five, and luckily for them, they have one more game, and what a massive game it is before the deadline. So if you go out and get blitzed by Miami, you're going to be like, oh, well, okay, that Bills game really was maybe more about the Bills or whatever else. And now you're sitting there at two and six. And if somebody wants any of your players, you should probably consider trading them, right? Like it's going to need to be a big rebuild. But if you beat the Dolphins, you can all of a sudden talk yourself into, well, not, you know, we definitely can't trade Peppers. He's the leader of the defense now. He's playing the best. And so I think... Sunday for a lot of people will really sway it. Now, I'm sure there's plenty of people that are just full out sell no matter what. And I completely understand it. We all watch the Cowboys game. We all watch the Saints game and even the Raiders game. So maybe that's not the most fresh game on our memory, but those happen. Like you can't mm-hmm. just pretend that they didn't. But yeah, a guy like Peppers, I, I definitely want around. But again, going back to like the question, like who is untradeable? Like that should be reserved for a very select few. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's like there you're talking a handful like you can count them on yep. a hand even like the great teams you a conversation like that should be a, a small number uh circling back to a guy that uh is not going to get traded because he's been cut and nobody wants him Malik Cunningham what do you make of the curious case of not just the backup quarterback in New England all season but let's just start specifically with Malik Cunningham his role throughout this entire process what exactly is his role on this team right now? <laughs> well, one week aside backup quarterback. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. Uh. Honestly, aside from being the modern-day Ray Ventrone or the Lou Merloni of the Patriots going back and forth between active roster and practice squad, I don't know what they're doing with this kid. In the time that they, since they first contacted his agent after the draft ended and they gave him a nice chunk of change, $200,000, the most they've ever given an undrafted free agent, to join the team 
They have signed him. They have tinkered around with him. They have cut him. They have brought him back after he cleared waivers. They have elevated him. They have reverted him. They have signed him to the active roster. They have cut him once again, and then they have re-signed him to the practice squad. Fun summer. <sighs> yeah, and it's, what not, are they it's still doing? October. What are they doing yeah. with him? I don't know, and I think... They don't either, obviously. You know, going back to your comparison about Raven Trone and our buddy Lou Merloni, and all due respect to Lou, who has a career home run off of Randy Johnson, Lou Merloni, more of a utility player, Raven Trone, special teamer. Malik Cunningham, for one week, was your backup quarterback. The most important position in all of sports, and he was the backup quarterback a week after your starter had been benched in his last two appearances. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not even just like... Oh, he's a gunner, or he's the fifth wide receiver, and if we need him, we need him, and like we're not really sure if we want him or not. He was your only active quarterback mm-hmm. against the Raiders, and you lined him up a couple of times, uh, you know, behind center. You lined him up a couple of times as a wide receiver. He actually played in the game. Yep. And then the next week, he wasn't on the practice squad. He was still on the fifty-three, but he was inactive for the game. And then two days later, you just cut him. So to me, it feels like somebody there doesn't really know all of the practice squad pup list IR rules. There's a lot of rules, you know, in uh, these in these sports, like who can be on the roster, how many times the guy can be up and down. It feels like they either have zero confidence in the player, which is possible, or they just somebody screwed something up along the way. They just continue to try to convince themselves someone's going to be able to figure out a way to use this kid's elite brand and level of athleticism to our team's favor at some point. It's like, huh? We just haven't figured out yet. Like, he's not a great receiver, but you don't want to give up on him just yet. He's obviously not a great quarterback, but maybe you can come up with some gadget plays or use him at some point during the season. So you just up and down and up and down. The big mistake they made was obviously elevating him to number two, thus forcing the termination of the contract and then bringing him back to the practice squad. Well, and that's the so only, and that's don't the, worry, everyone right. who was all panicked and had their Pat's panties in a bunch, he's back on the practice squad. Well, I don't know. what. Yeah, right. And, and I think that was kind of inevitable. And even when we talked about it last night, because the news broke that he got cut like right before our show started, and it wasn't like, oh, my God, somebody's going to pounce on him. I'm like, no, I didn't think that was going to happen. But it just spoke more to their cluelessness as it relates to the backup quarterback. It's been going on all year. You had Trace McSorley. He was gone. You cut Bailey Zappi. So you actually started the season, at least uh, the, the day after cut down day, with one quarterback on the team. You had Matt Corral in for 20 minutes. You had Ian Book in here for 40 minutes. You've had uh, Malik Cunningham. Fitzy just went over all the times he's been on the team, off the team, Trace on the McSorley team. Trace for a yeah. nice hot preseason. All these guys. And so Mac Jones, in a weird way, is the safest starting quarterback in the NFL, not named you know Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Like He has no competition behind him. Nope. All, and they hate all the guys. They've cut them all. They've cut them all. They have, they have no use for any of them. Like, who do you think is the second best quarterback on the roster right now? It's Bailey Zappi. It probably has to be, but they be. don't like They can't stand him. They can't stand him. I mean, maybe it's Will Greer, but he's just running scout team right now. Okay, so let's think about this. All right. So okay. if Mac Jones plays at, around, or near the level that he did last Sunday, right? Yeah. Let's say he plays competent football. All right, there's a pick every other Sunday, but otherwise yeah, you know, but he like, throws uh, an yeah. average of two tutties a game and a pick every, half a pick a week. Sure. And they win, let's say, over the final 10 games, they go 6-4. and four. Okay. So you finish 8-9 and nine once again. Yeah. How high up are you drafting a quarterback, Rich? Well, you're unfortunately not because you're going to be picked. If you're 8-9, and nine, 
No, what, but let, let's just say you can make it. Let's say you're in love with somebody who's not the top overall pick. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Not I, like, I, are I, you are you grabbing? You know, let's say Penix falls. Are you jump? Are you going to buy in on the athleticism of J.J. McCarthy? Do you like Bo Nix? Are you yeah. are you basically taking another quarterback in the first round? Uh, if I mean, they have, they have so well many the they, they the have year. so many needs, but it is the most important position, and so I, I'd I'd still lean yes. And the reason is Mac Jones, based on this hypothetical, if they go eight and nine, and he's kind of good, kind of bad throughout the year. He proves that he doesn't suck, but he also hasn't proved yet that he's worth that next extension, which is looming, right? Like that, that all of a sudden balloons up. Like if you're playing, paying him on the rookie contract, then okay, like you're getting that kind of play, maybe even a little tick better. But do I want to give him forty million a year like Daniel Jones? Like no, that's why I would look. And depending on who, like I, I also don't want waste. I don't want the sixth or seventh quarterback in this draft because then I think you're going to be going through that all over again, unless you know. You hit the diamond in the rough. There, there certainly been a couple of fourth round picks that have hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Tom Brady is sixth round, but I don't know. I that makes the question sort of not very clear, right? Or, or the answer not very clear to the question. You know, Bill Belichick might feel one way, and is he even running things? Like that kind of goes into that one too. Like is eight and nine certainly is enough to keep his job around. But does he have full say in the roster? What's his relationship like with Mac? Like, there, there's been such a soap opera with this team the last three or last 25 years, but the last three years it has really shifted, and Mac Jones has been at the center of it. So wait a second, hold on. We, we, I, I, do, I never want to be the guy that derails the show, but there is legit. I was looking at PFF's top 75 players heading into next year's draft, okay. gauging exactly where someone may be able to look for a quarterback. Yeah. In the teens or the you know mid teens, if someone wants to get after one, did you know that the number eight, number nine rated prospect in college football right now plays for Alabama? He is a cornerback. Do you know his name? No, what is it? Kool Aid McKinney. Oh yeah, Kool Aid, and he got a deal with them. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a uh, he got an nil with Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, yeah Kool Aid's good. Around one corner, <laughs> I hate this world. Around the other corner, yeah. I absolutely. Love this world. Yeah, all's all's right in the world. Oh, yeah, you draft Kool Aid, you bl- off and running. <laughs> Just, and a, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, my God, that's spectacular. Anyway, yeah, his real name, to- his real name is uh, Gaquincy, G A apostrophe Quincy, Gaquincy, Kool Aid McKinstry. I can see how why he switched to Kool Aid. Yeah, Kool Aid, pretty yeah, cool. Okay, so it looks yeah. like there's going to be. Somebody that could potentially blossom into a starter level player at the quarterback position, like Bo Nix is currently twentieth. Do you know that Bo Nix Penix twenty third overall? Come on, Rich, you may be able to get someone decent. Yeah, even if maybe, you maybe go five hundred. Do you know that Bo, Bo Nix is married already? Bo Nix, college football player, he's married. So he was the guy. He was at Auburn. Off my board. I just took him off the board. (laughs) I don't like the decision making process. He was at Auburn for whatever three years. He's been at Oregon the last two. So he's a little bit of an older college player. Auburn quarterback dance again. I think she was an Auburn cheerleader, maybe, and they're married. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. We've sort of been there, done that. By the way, I'm very curious to see if and when Danger Russ uh, takes a ride in Broncos country to the Pine, and if Stidham. Gets like a half season. Whether Did or not, the kid? No, I, I, I think, I think it'll be at the end of this him, year. Rich. Do they? they love him? All right. They so do the Patriots. Ask Rusini about it. Yeah, <laughs> they love Jared, Jared Stidham. Stidham. <laughs> yeah, but if Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy are yeah. uh, parted ways from, true. Just, 
just go turn it over to Stidham. So you think sure. when the Patriots play the Broncos later on in the year, it could be uh, Stidham Jones? Ooh. Ooh. Or Zappy Stidham, <laughs> depending on how things go. Yeah. Look, you never I, know. I, have, I think you'll see I think you'll see him sooner than sooner than later. All right. Very good. Let's go back to the horn. We got Paul in Rhode Island. He joins us next on the program. What's up, Paul? My guy. Richie. Yo. Richie. Hey. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. I don't want to sound like uh Steve from Fall River. Okay. I don't want to sound like Richie in a car. Fair. I wanna tell you, there's gonna be a trade between the Dallas Cowboys and New England. Is that right? Ooh. Oh yeah. The twenty eighth. I think uh Doug is gone. Because if you don't have much to offer, other people want the best you have. Let me tell you right now. Yep. Second of all, there's a pattern. There's a pattern. Okay. Dugger, I'm sorry, Dugger. There's a pattern of a five and one teams, five and two teams, losing two games in a row. I think Miami's gonna lose two in a row. Oh. That's all I can say. All right. And I was the first one to call Andy. And Fitzy, I said, nice. you know, I would love to split another vision. That's not happening, but it might just still happen, right? Okay. I don't know. But listen. Yeah, I'm listening. Great job this weekend. Thank you. Great job this weekend. Thanks. Thank and I'm going to tell you right now. Yep. Rush. I don't know, man. What? He's got a chip on his shoulder. Cooper that San Francisco Rush? deal wasn't good, man. I don't know. I'm telling you, Cooper there's Rush a chance. For Kyle Duggar. All right, hang in there, Paul. Uh, so a lot. To, a lot. I, it's prefer, each and every call from yeah. Paul from Rhode Island. I appreciate is, it. I have Andy and I have I've dubbed it on the uh, post game show. It's performance art. It's a, it's pretty amazing. People seem to gravitate towards it, and so uh, there you go. You want to try to follow that up? You can. Good luck. 617-779-7937. Kyle Duggar could be traded, though, maybe. And we'll look back on this call and we'll be like, remember, yeah, Paul had it. He had the 28th. 31, 30, 29. Saturday the 28th. So they're going to trade him right before the Dolphins game. Uh, He said the 28th. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Not wait until the deadline. get him ready for the big game. Yeah. Miami's weak. Miami's got some injuries. Oh, they do. They really do. We'll get to that coming up. They got a whole pile of injuries. But uh, we're rolling through here. You can call us like Paul if you so choose. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. And if you miss any of the show, download, subscribe to the podcast, The Rich Keefe Show, on the Odyssey app or where you ever you listen to your podcast. All right, let's do a fantasy brief. Week 8 kicks off tomorrow, so we'll do a, a quick fantasy football minute coming up next here on The Rich Keefe Show. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Keith's gonna g- g- give you what, what you need to know. Talk about who you gotta start, who you gotta say, gotta let go. When you be like, whoop, whoop, you doing so good, gonna win your league. But you gotta listen to Rich Keefe in the fantasy breeze. Rich Keefe is playing like John. Clayton up inside the huddle And he's got a intimate knowledge of the fantasy game Like he and Matthew Barry like to cuddle If your team got a problem, yo, he'll solve it Winston Wolf for this fantasy gauntlet So pretty pleased with sugar on it Check out the hook while keep on going Good, give you the info you desire Who to claim from the waiver wire So your lineup game is on fire Put him on the board Championship You're definitely gonna win your league But you gotta listen to Ritz Keefe and the Fanta to see
All right, time now for the Fantasy Brief here on the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. And uh, we'll give you some either-ors from guys uh, playing in the same game here coming up. But the uh, update to the Rich Keefe Show Fantasy Football League. How about Mike Giardi out to a 6-1 uh, and one start? He has the Is best Giardi? record. Yeah, Giardi's killing it right now. And then uh, we have a pair of 5-2s. and twos. That would be Chris Scheim. And Stanley Stiz Grimy. That's right. Nick handed me my second loss this week. Uh-oh. Thanks a lot, Nick. Uh-oh. You deserved Uh-oh. it, too. Uh-oh. I've got more for you if you come back for it. <laughs> Only by four points. Uh, it doesn't matter. It still counts. Listen, a loss is a loss. That's right. You know, it's tough to hear. But... Stanley, what's, what, is the, what is the name of your team again? If you ain't oh, first, Grime time. Last. Yeah, Grime Time. Yeah. Grime Time. Uh, Grime Time. Team Terp. That would be Justin Turpin, who failed to change the name of his team, is one and six. He so, deserves it for Yeah, right. Who's, who's just Bears? That'd be Bears. That'd be our listener uh, tweeter, Bears. Oh, That's Bears. That? Yeah, we say we have a uh, listener participation in there. I love that. Yeah, not bad. So still a okay. lot to be determined, uh, but there's your uh, Rich Keefe Show face football up, update. As for some either-ors, in matchups, Fitzy, because it is Would You Rather Wednesday, in the Bengals 49ers game. That's going to be a game. And it sounds like Brock Purdy's got a conky, so he might not play mm-hmm. in the game. You could get, get a s- ring-a-ling a ding dong. <laughs> he sure did. So Sam Darnold. You remember Sam Darnold? Sure do. He's likely to start. Uh, who do you like, Joe Burrow or Sam Darnold for more fantasy points? Jeez. The thing is, it's all about who. Sam Darnold has like his Debo back right if he has a full compliment it's like it's yeah, almost impossible it's almost impossible to screw up what are we going on this would be the 17th straight game if McCaffrey scores a touchdown yeah McCaffrey just, was questionable really all week. Did not, yeah, yeah. yeah he did not play well in that no. fourth. he had a bad fourth quarter that's two weeks in a row yeah well he didn't cost him the game Moody should have hit that field goal against Cleveland true but Brock Purdy you could say couple of real bad reads in that fourth quarter against Minnesota. He kind of yep. cost them that game. So, But you're not sure, was he a little dinged up, kind of like last year on Christmas Day when Tua cost Miami against Green Bay, and he was definitely cerebrally compromised. So I'm going to go with, believe it or not, against the vaunted yeah. 49ers defense. Joe Burrow's coming off the bye, which means the calf is going to be in the best shape it's going to be in between now and the playoffs. Yeah. Give me Burrow claws. Yeah, I'll take Burrow. I think I think you just feel silly if you ended up going with Darnold over Burrow, and then Burrow is a good game. You're like, oh my God. What, what was I thinking? What was I doing? I love Burrow. In the uh and that yeah, that should be a good game regardless of who the quarterback is. Uh-huh. Uh all right, in the Lions Raiders game, Jameer Gibbs or Josh Jacobs. Oh. Jameer Gibbs? I'm gonna take Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, me too. Yeah, even Gibbs. though he's he's been dinged up recently. Yep. This David Montgomery thing, like, guys hurt, doesn't play, comes back the next week, pounds the rock for 90 and two touchdowns, then gets hurt again. <laughs> so that's got to be a Lions thing, right? Because we last year, uh, Jamal Williams had a million touchdowns and was great, and DeAndre Swift, when he was healthy, was pretty good. They get rid of both those guys. They bring in David Montgomery. They draft Gibbs really high, and they can just run the crap out of it. Montgomery, like, when he's out there, is one of the best. That line is awesome. Yeah. That line is terrific. I mean, you could you could do so many things behind Panay Sewell. True. <laughs> Where do we start? Where do we... Uh, in the Patriots <laughs> game. Ragnow, come on. <laughs> Raheem Mostert or Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Mostert's obviously had the better season, but he's banged up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, missed practice. Meanwhile, Ramondre Stevenson had, uh, you know, not a million carries, but had one of his better games, including that that great catch and run at the end of uh, on that final drive that set him up for the win. So, do you like Mostert or Ramondre? 
Oh, you know what? Now that he got a little taste last weekend, uh-huh. had that little screeny scamper there to start that game-winning drive, no well, doubt. I'm going to go with the Monster on Sunday. All right. All right, in the Thursday night tilt, which you'll be able to hear tomorrow on WEEI, it is the... just have a decent one again? Please, please. 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 It's the Buffalo Bills taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bills have been kind of out of sorts over the last three weeks. To say the least. In a good wide-out one versus wide-out one matchup. Steph Diggs or Mike Evans? Gonna have to go with... Oh, I'm gonna have to go with Mike Evans. Because I don't like the wide receiver the cornerback one situation right now last week we talked with uh the guys from it's always game day in buffalo sal Capal, your old pal sal Capal, oh yeah sal. Know, and, uh, sal sports sal sports baby sal sports and, and mike bove and they were talking about and you saw last weekend like yeah buffalo without tredavious white kair alam has not worked out they true by wallace like they, they've got good safeties but yeah. the corner position is an issue and if baker mike, mayfield could feast yeah, there you go. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, sneaky yep. start. Heard here first on the Rich Keefe Show. I like Baker Mayfield. Uh, what about Devontae Adams or Amon Ross St. Brown in that same Raiders-Lions game? Amon Ross St. Brown is due for a big game. Yeah, I kinda, I'm leaning towards him as well. Also, the quarterback play is a factor. Now, does Devontae Adams – I can never tell with these guys, especially the diva wide receivers, that – you know, they want to show up and show out so because they're already getting the money, but he's not happy with his role on the offense. So does he play his ass off to convince someone to trade for You think him? he gets traded, Adams? Or does he really wants out? Oh yeah, for sure. And you could God, get God. you could get a lot for him. I know he's old or not old, but older. But you could get I mean what they, would Kansas, what would what would what would happen if he <laughs> picked up the phone? They, I mean, they should. I mean, the Raiders would. They'd be dumb and be like, "Well, we can't trade him in the division, even though it's like they're so far out ahead of you. Just get whatever you can get." He went for a one and a two mm-hmm. uh, from the Packers a year ago. He's only thirty years old right now. Who else should? Call, who else should be on the blower there? Who else should pick well, up the old horn? I mean, I think the Bills. Like I, yeah, the Bills have just yeah. Steph Diggs to throw to. And who knows if Steph Diggs would yeah. like that or if that would set him off? But I feel like the uh, the Bills and the Chiefs. Certainly, the Chiefs, they're like two of the best teams, and they Not really the just have one guy to throw to. Yeah, the Ravens, although they've been, they got Zay Flowers and Odell and Mark Andrews. Like, Lamar's yeah. actually got more guys to throw to than Allen and Mahomes do. It's a top five passing attack right now. Yeah, yeah it's true. All right, and then lastly, real quick on the uh, Pats game, Jalen Waddell or Kendrick Bourne, who's been coming on a little bit. Now, see, again, question marks aplenty. Yes. Yes, because it's a matter of will Jalen Waddle's back seize up on him again like it did Sunday night against Philly, or will Kendrick Bourne be going against Jalen Ramsey in a return to action? Because there's been discussion. Jalen Ramsey could be back. Jalen Ramsey could be back. Between the two, I'm gonna have to go with Waddle because if Tyreek Hill is out, you now have a de facto new yep. number one in place, and you know if they. Eh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll go with Waddle there, but it's closer. Like you know, it's good news maybe for the Pats. Like that, that's an actual question. I feel like it, it could be a little bit closer. All right, there you go. There's a little uh, fantasy brief. Would you rather? It's uh, two hours down, two hours to go on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on Weei. Uh, coming up next, the Red Sox. Yeah, a new sheriff in town, Craig Breslow. We'll talk about what that move means. Coming up next.